Episode of hashtag good girlfriend. Um, I'm here with my lovely friends as always, Sakura, Chloe, and Jen. Hi, girl. Hey. Um, this week we are going to be talking about forgiveness. Mm. Catch it, Lord. Mm. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this week we're going to talk about forgiveness. Um, we're going to do um, our favorite episode plot point from our favorite TV show, Girlfriends. Um, so it says when Joan and Tony's friendship come to a head after a continued battle of who can hurt who more, Maya and Lynn are stuck in between balancing both friendships separately. However, things take a turn when Tony walks in on her boyfriend, Greg, with another woman in her living room as revenge on Tony for cheating on him. Tony goes to Joan's house for comfort, but Joan turns her away. Tony then spirals out of control, and Maya and Lynn challenge her to own her mistakes that led to the downfall of her friendship with Joan. Tony apologizes to Joan at church, but Joan says, I can't keep going. I can't keep doing this with you. After a moving speech from guest star Donnie McClurkin, Joan decides to forgive Tony. Um, so wait, before I give y'all the question. We're gonna give a huge shout out um to the Romaya Wilkes, um Golden Brooks, who reposted yes. um our story in her page. Thank so you. shout out to you, sis. Yes, <laughs> shout out to you, sis. We love you, Maya. We love you, Maya. And it's crazy. I love it's your so name crazy. Too. It's golden. Mm-hmm. Like how perfect, <laughs> how beautiful is that? Like right. she was just making making the day like all day. Like liking yeah, the post, really reposting it. I was just like, like all the thing. We friends now, so for sure, basically. for sure. <laughs> also, let's give a huge shout out to my sisters because my sisters was the one that put it out to me. Because I don't typically like look at the likes, and my sister was like, "Y'all, me do you know? Do you know that she liked?" Y'all post? I'm like, no. Shout out to my sisters because I don't. I, I would have like, never noticed. Y'all. I'm like, y'all. Did y'all see this? I would have never Shout, known Shout out to Vicky and, and Jaleesa. Come on, Vicky and Lisa. Our yes. number one supporter. Yes, number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, so my question for y'all, what is true forgiveness? So, t- yeah. So, like, think about it and then, like, share when something comes to your mind. Mm. First of all, also shout out to Diane McClurkin for starring on this episode. <laughs> because he just had this random thing at the end. He was so young. He was singing that good song. We fall he down. Was very young. You know so what I mean? Young. Our great song that we love so much. And he really gave a movie speech. So um, we fall down. <laughs> you don't like that song, Belinda? Tell us how you really feel. It's not. It's not my favorite either. But okay. Tell us how you really feel. 
We fall down. Yes. Minister. Minister Evangelist. Did y'all hear that? What was it? I was going to say the bass. I actually don't know why I was so loud. Yes. She was imitating Donnie. She don't know. Donnie's that low. Actually, I was imitating my aunt mom. No, I actually was imitating my aunt mom because aunt mom be singing and she be down here with it. So, she yeah. be where? Shout out to I. Yeah, I'm here with it. I'm correct. Okay, back to the question. <laughs> All right, but to answer your question, yeah, I think with true forgiveness, it really means um, for me, um, stop considering the person to stop considering the person um, guilty. Or stop expecting them to pay over and over again for what they did. And, like, even if you're not really, like, no, you need to every time. Sometimes, you know, when you really release it, you have a piece about it and you see them and you can't even muster up the feeling you had when the person did whatever they did. Or you can't even muster up anger to be like, oh, I wish they, you know... I feel like that's kind of, that's one, one way of, you know, mm-hmm. when you're like, I think I really, truly forgave this person. I know there's other, other ways. What about y'all? Um, ooh, forgiveness. So I actually recently just had uh, a transparent moment. I recently just had to forgive. I, I have forgiven someone in my past, but I was holding on to some things. And I realized that I had not fully forgiven that person nor myself um, for, you know, the parts that we both played in this in this situation. And um, forgiveness just has so many levels. Um, And the only reason why I say that is because or not so many levels, but there's so many things attached to forgiveness. I don't necessarily believe in forgive and forget. That is not that is I just don't think that that's a thing I think that um forgiving is something where yeah you don't hold it against that person whatever wrong they have done because the bible says I mean the bible says to forgive and I, I just don't think that um well let me keep it short sorry I think <laughs> take a time, Prince. Take a time. Well, no, because there were all of these things that were coming to my brain about forgiveness. But the main point, because Valinda's question was very, very distinct, that what do I think forgiveness is? And I just simply think that forgiveness is, yeah, kind of what Chloe said that it's not, it's no longer holding that, um, that wrongdoing against that person, both emotionally, mentally, and like verbally, like forgiveness doesn't just happen by verbally saying I forgive you no it has to happen in your heart and it also has to happen up here in in your mind um so yeah the end Hmm. so yeah so for me uh true forgiveness (laughs) the funny thing is I think I was talking to Chloe about this uh I don't know last week or something like that and it's interesting that Jen had brought up the forgive and forget Right, um, because I actually like in my head, 
I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, I go back to Jesus, right? Like, if we are supposed to forgive others the way that Jesus forgives us, if I'm thinking about true forgiveness, he doesn't remember our past sins. In my head, of course, I'm like, I can forgive someone, but not necessarily like, and not hold it against them, but it doesn't, I'm not going to say like I forget per se, but I'm not holding it against them. Because I do agree with both what Chloe and Jen said. I think it's, it is not holding something against somebody. It is me, that person is now not affecting you. Like you are, mm-hmm. like you're not, it's not affecting you emotionally, mentally, physically, all those things. Because the thing is, right. unforgiveness right. can breed resentment and can breed stress and can breed a whole bunch of different things so i think true forgiveness is letting all that go you're not letting it affect your life anymore and um and your decision making and stuff like that so i definitely agree with all of that i just if i'm talking about like true forgiveness and like i i don't mean to sound like all like you know but I wrestle with that idea, like this concept of like, okay, well, I think I forgave them, but is me still kind of remembering their sin mm-hmm. or whatever they did against me? Did I truly forgive them? Even if I can say I did, I can say all of it. I can be like, oh yeah, they don't affect me not one bit no more. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. not holding against them at all. Mm-hmm. Like they living their life, I'm living mine. But if someone asks me, well, what did they do? Oh, I can recount it. <laughs> <laughs> I can recount that joint. Like, I can tell you what they did. So I'm like, is that like, you know what I mean? Because then I think, Jesus, like, Jesus doesn't do that personally for us. Like, he doesn't, we sin every second against him. And he doesn't go there and be like, well, I, you keep doing that same joint over and over again. I remember what you did last year. He doesn't do those things. Um, so I don't know. I wrestle with that idea of true forgiveness all the time. Do you think that the word, sorry, were you finished? Yeah, no, I was done. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you think that the word forget is quantitative, meaning that like erased from memory? Or is it more qualitative as in, um, as in like forgetting, as in not, not holding on to it, like releasing it, letting it go? Well, if you talk about the basic definition of forgetting it, it means that it's, not in your brain that you don't like it's literally a clean slate mm-hmm. that's but that doesn't mean that it's erased from memory because that's just not how the human mind works yeah that's but so it does erase it mm-hmm. so yeah i i agree i definitely think that like it's not erased from memory but like i said mm-hmm. i kind of hold that against how jesus forgives us mm-hmm. he erases it from memory Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it may not be erased from my memory. So, and like you said, Jen, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not holding on to it or I'm not whatever, but it's still embedded in my memory somewhere because, like you said, that's how the brain works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, the only yeah. reason why I brought it up was because I feel like, no, I need to remember so that I know when to draw a boundary. Like, you're not just <laughs> yeah. going to keep disrespecting me or violating me. Yeah. I'm going to put some things in place. So that you can no longer continue to do those things. But in yeah. order for me to do... And, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's not so much I'm doing these things because I remember what you did. But I'm doing those things because I know what kind of person, person you, are. you are. And I agree with all of that. I think that those sort of... I think that is necessary. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like we talk about boundaries a lot on here. I think that, like, mm-hmm. you can't keep allowing someone 
<laughs> like to hurt you. Like I feel like that's wisdom. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that God has granted us. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a hard concept for me because I'm just like, oh, am I really forgiving if I like, you know, if I compare it to what Jesus does for me? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's just a continual thing maybe in my brain. What mm-hmm. about you, Belinda? Mm-hmm. I feel like Belinda's over here like, I got stuff to say. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking the whole time I'm over here thinking like, Thank goodness I'm not Jesus Christ because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not forgiveness is yeah like you know he continues to forgive us and stuff like that but like that's something that um it's a struggle for me like I'll forgive you but like I'm not forgetting like you know how you said forgive and forget I'm gonna forgive you but I'm not gonna forget um because if you ask me like like yeah I'm not gonna like keep bringing it up and things like that but like if somebody asks me like oh what happened to you i like and i can bring it right back to memory as if it happened yesterday so yeah i'm not hurt by it anymore i'm not bringing it up i you know released it or whatever like there's no like animosity towards you know you and i but um i don't forget i forgot the saying is like fool me once Mm -hmm. shame on you fool me twice shame on me yeah. like you're not gonna get a, a second time yeah. to try to like mm-hmm. play me you know um mm-hmm. and I think another reason why like I don't forget about like what happened or what was said is cause now I know how to maneuver and how you know I, I can maneuver around you I know what you giving mm-hmm. me or whatever like mm-hmm. that or I know where you can take it from based off of like what you said what you did so now I know mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. That's real. <laughs> That's just what it is. Yeah. I think that um, I feel like it's good to be self-aware. It's our favorite thing. Self-aware is to- our favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really, yeah, I think it's good to be self-aware about how forgetting or not forgetting affects you. So mm-hmm. I know for me personally, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know for, for me, me. <laughs> I know for me personally, like even recently, I'm getting to the point where I'm almost fully forgiving someone that hurt me. Pray for me y'all like three years ago, but because I have had to see Girl. this person over and over again, you know, it's hard mm-hmm. to just be like, okay, 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 it's fine. Um, but I know that. I know that I haven't forgiven truly because if somewhere were to even dare mention the little mm. tip of the story, mm. I'll be like, yes, because this is what happened yeah. and I can't <laughs> believe it. And yeah. so I know that for me, that if I can still like, and that's me being self-aware, if I can still bring it up detail for detail, detail, and I recount the story in such a way that it's not like, oh, yeah, this happened, and you know, blah, blah. And I can recount it in a way that still invokes emotion. I didn't forgive. And that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's good to be self-aware about how, like, forgetting or not forgetting affects you for real. And whether it's really co- correlated to whether you've forgiven in real life. I like that you said that um, if you can remember it and it still invokes some type of emotion that you didn't. Mm-hmm truly forget mm-hmm. for me like i can bring something up and i don't feel like hate or anything like in my heart like when i talk about it so like, i think that's like the difference between like you and i 
Um, mm-hmm. I think going back yeah. into some like people a just scenario with memory. Um, and you know what's crazy? Because my memory is actually really shoddy. Like. I legit was just telling this lady in the interview that, like, <laughs> if I don't know, real rap, I told her if she was like, how do you stay on top of your task? I'm like, if I don't write it down, I'm it didn't happen or I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just crazy how I can That's remember fair. some things and I can't remember other things. So, yeah. Um, I was about to say something. Oh, going back to the scenario with, like, Joan, Tony, um, Maya, and Lynn. I, for me, being, like, the one that's been on, like, um, like, the, in the scenario with, like, Joan and Tony, like, I've been there, and, like, for me, like, I hate having to put, like, my friends in, like, the middle of a situation and feeling like they gotta, like, choose, Mm -hmm. so, um, I get... (laughs) No, I get why, like, Joan... Yeah, like, the song with Donnie and all that made her, like, you know, change her mind and stuff like that. <laughs> but, like, I can understand, like, how she was, like, able to, like, forgive her but by, like, the end of the episode. Because who wants to be in the middle of drama with you and your friends? And then yeah. you got you got to choose, oh, uh, we going to dinner, but she can't come. And you got to sneak around. Yeah. And lie. Like, don't know why I got time right. for that. So, like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It was so abrupt, um, that forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> it was so abrupt. Yeah. She was like, I can't do this. I'm moving to the other side of the church. We fall down. You know what? I'm going to go hold her hand. I was like, oh, oh I, mean, it was I know he said a lot Donnie. of things. I know he said a lot of things, but it was like, mm. he definitely said a lot of things. Hand. I was like, the waterworks. Started. Yeah. <laughs> they had to wrap it up. It's a sitcom. They had to wrap it up. I know. This is, just a, this is a random <laughs> got question. 20 minutes. <laughs> I know, right? They do only have 20 minutes. This is a random question, but like, Remember when, like, during the episode when uh, Tony showed up to Joan's house after that whole incident mm-hmm. with Greg, which mm-hmm. was wild, by the way. That was crazy. <laughs> um, I said. Wild. But that whole incident. I said, what happened? I know. When Tony showed up at their house, uh, at, at Joan's house, and Joan, like, essentially, like, kicked her out. She put her out. I, okay. Sure I don't know. And I would love to hear you guys' thoughts. Like, I it thought it was interesting, right? I thought it was just, I thought it was a little mean. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, I kind of like what William said. Like, you don't shoot, like, she's already down. You don't kick yeah, someone kick her she's already down. down. Like, you could at least let her in the house. Um, right. Give her some water. Give her some like, nah. So, but it, the thing is this, but the crazy part about it is I understood Joan's boundary, right? That was the boundary right, yeah. that she had set and she could not let Tony in. That was her way of letting them go mm-hmm. and um i don't know i thought it was i, I did think it was a little harsh but mm-hmm. i understood jones reasoning um mm-hmm. but like you said she kind of did forgive I think him. it needed to be done she did what she needed to be done but she did forgive her pretty quickly but sometimes i think that's how like it doesn't happen all the time that like that but i think sometimes that is how it can happen like where you can just be like you know yeah. I'm just, I need to let this go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I for the longest, Tony has not taken responsibility for her actions, but in that moment she did. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I I think I would have loved to see more of the fallout between, between that because forgiveness doesn't always mean, though, also that now that person still has the same access to your life, I don't think. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it within the, ne- the next episode, they were talking about Jern's 
Joe's birthday and they were like all together and laughing and living it up and on the beach and all the other stuff. So I don't I don't know if we ever fully developed like that the fallout of, you know, them trying to forgive well, no. each other. Well, but you, you wouldn't really expect to see that because they were the toxic relationship. We kinda of talked about that in like the last couple of episodes between Tony and Joan where no, when you're in a toxic relationship, it doesn't matter whether it's romantically or with your friends. When you're in a toxic relationship, yeah, you just roll. Or even, I feel like even my main point is that I feel like forgiveness happens in stages. That's yeah. number one. But then number two, like nobody's forgiveness looks the same. It mm-hmm. could take a couple of days. It could take months. It could take a year, two years, three years, whatever. Um, it could happen the same day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It depends on your grief and forgiveness process. But the other thing is that I feel like when they had that super duper fallout, was that like later on? Was it like yeah. season but down, down the road? That if road. we cover it, then we'll talk about it. But um, but no, when you're in a toxic relationship, nobody addresses anything. You just get a high and be like, "That's really my sis. You do be treating me bad, but." I'm going to just forgive her. But then nothing got addressed. And so there's... Yeah, that's the... Yeah. You're leaving out some vital parts. <laughs> that was the interesting so, part about it, right? Like, nothing got addressed. It's like... It's kind of like they yeah. just continued their life. Like, yeah. okay. Like, okay. I know I and tried to... the seduce, dangerous part. I know I tried to seduce your boyfriend. And then, like, then Greg okay. cheated on me. And, like, they just... We need went, to talk about that. They just moved on. I like think... nothing. I think... So, Corey, when you said you thought it was, like, harsh that, like, Joan, like, turned Tony away when she was, like, you know, upset or whatever, I didn't. And here's why. Like, we are not at at the best place right now. So, like, I don't know why you thought that it would be, like, a smart idea to come to my house. Like, I know we were friends or whatever, or we were friends and, like, we whatever, but, like, no, you can't come to my house. And... No, I'm mad at you right now. So why am I going to comfort you while you're upset when I'm still? But to be fair, Maya and Lynn were also there, so I didn't think that was like a. So she she might have just went because anybody. Well, they was wrong too. They should have. I think anybody that Tony finds comfort in. Absolutely not. Listen, listen. I feel like I feel like she she got two other friends that she could have talked to and consulted with. Like, don't come over here. And Maya and Lynn was wrong too for. No, they should have been like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Not yet. Let me talk to her and like gauge like how she feeling or where she at. You feel me? I will feel very blindsided if y'all came to my house. If I'm not talking to one of y'all and then y'all all show up, what y'all thought this God was? Now all y'all got to go. <laughs> now all y'all got to leave. Now we know. Don't go to Twin's house. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Everybody that Tony would talk to or find comfort in were at Joan's house because they were at the party. Mm-hmm. So like William was there, Joan, Tony was, I mean, uh, Maya was Maya, there and Lynn was Maya. there. So everybody that she found it, I don't, I don't know if she expected Joan to let her in, but she but knew she that was, she didn't have anybody else to go to besides crisis. them. It too. doesn't matter. It To me, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care if Tom, Dick and Harry was over at Chloe's house. If I'm not talking to Chloe, <laughs> I'm not going over there Chloe. knowing that I'm just saying, I'm just saying if me and Chloe is not in, in the best place right now. And the two other people that um are my friends and I find comfort in or whatever like that, I'm not going up to Chloe and like, Chloe, this is what happened. I might text Tony or Maya like, Hey, like, what are y'all doing? Like, can I, can we, 
you know, can I talk to y'all or can I talk to one of y'all? Okay, one of y'all can meet me or whatever. I'm not showing up at Chloe's house. That that's just how I operate. That's okay. just I feel attacked. Sex, sex, sex. Yeah, and that's under no, now that's, we know no, though. But see, that's a good way. That's a that's a that's a um. A uh, thing that you put up, and now we all going to respect it. So if one of our friends, <laughs> right. you mad at? Don't go to don't go to Belinda house. Period. Just don't go, go there. Belinda. You better text <laughs> first. Call Every one of time. us first and say, yeah, you probably shouldn't. Period. <laughs> don't do that. Period. But Jen, if that if you were in that if you were in that position if you were in um, Joan's position, what would you have done? Because mm-hmm. I thought about this too when I was watching the episode. I was like, what would I have mm-hmm. done? Um, it depends again. It depends on where I am in my forgiveness process. Okay. Um, it really does because if I'm not ready, one Joan was throwing a party, so I really don't think this is the time and the place for us to discuss this right now. So yeah. part of me is like, okay, I'm sorry, no, not right now, and that's just called drawing a boundary. Like I'm just saying, I'm not saying we can't talk, but I'm just saying now is not the time. I will call you. Don't call me. I will call you. So I feel like that's what I would do. You know what? That is what I would do because now I'm thinking about, okay, wait, why were they mad at each other again? And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, also Tony, Joan, you know, Joan told Greg about, you know, Joan ratted on Tony and then Tony seduced Greg. It's it's a whole lot of get back at each other. I wouldn't have ratted on Tony. Let's start there. Their their relationship (laughs) was very, very toxic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just. But then she didn't Tony like pretend or try to seduce Joan's to get, boyfriend to get back like at that? her for ratting on. Oh, yeah, to get yeah, back. No. At her. See, like both of them was wrong. They had a lot like, of. They both. They mm-hmm. had a lot of situations that was that was going on, and it is. I don't think I would have been ready. I don't know if I would have. And I don't think it was while, the time and the place. While I thought, I think that Joan was corny for like saying something to Greg or whatever. Tony was absolutely yeah. wrong. You trying to seduce my man? Like what? Yeah. Like for, for that alone? Like now we mm-hmm. can't be friends because you will stoop so low mm-hmm. to like try to mm-hmm. hurt me. Because I mean, granted, you were wrong for cheating on your your, your partner, but now you trying to nah like you corny like they both corny i honestly don't even see how they were made friends they they both weren't the best of (laughs) they both weren't you know the best of friends i um it's hard to say what i would do honestly but i i do i think it was a little it was a little harsh because she was just so sad i'm not saying we had to talk about it right now but i don't know if i would have left her out there on the porch like I might let her in and be like, you, you can, you, you can. That don't mean I, that don't mean I gotta talk to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have to, we don't have to talk right now because I am in the middle of a party. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I would have like just let her stay there. Also, because it is years of friendship. So if it was one of you, and you guys showed up, and I'm pissed off and i'm like we're not friends but if you show up and my like you know what i mean and i think this was still new and in, in you know in the forgiveness forgiveness process <laughs> in the stage if you guys show up after a whole thing like that because i have years of friendship invested in this and because i do care about you i like i still care even if i'm mad at you i'm still caring i still care enough i'm gonna be like sure you can come in don't talk to me though. So y- y'all handle that, but I'm not gonna leave you out there. 
looking a hot mess. Like she was, Tony was a mess. So I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna leave you out there looking a mess because this is years of friendship, and I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. It doesn't mean that necessarily I like. I'm ready to talk to you. It doesn't mean necessarily that we are going to have a whole conversation. It doesn't mean that I even forgive you. It just means I'm not going to yeah, leave you out. Kumbaya. Yeah, it I'm just it, it doesn't mean any of that. It just means I'm not going to leave you out there. Like y'all can come in. No. And they, <laughs> yeah. we know how you feel, no. twins. We already know. I'm just Linda. saying because she's saying like if because you, you, you said that like you know you just thinking about like how many years you know y'all invested in your friendship and like in the back of my mind is like. Oh, yeah, we've been friends for you know this long, but when where was that when you were trying to seduce my man? Like you feel me? So like that's just that's weird. Like what? Like are you really my friend if you try to do something weird like that? Like that's weird. That's and, a valid question. No, that's like I you said. It's not, it's, not a, it's You can't not change thing. my mind about that. No, that's fine. I'm just saying it's not a thing for me. It's not a thing about whether or not I forgive you in that moment. It's not a thing about whether or not we having a conversation. It's not. It's not none of that. I we probably not going to do none of that. I'm just outside, and I hope it's raining and storming and thundering. See, but I'm not <laughs> outside. Like, I don't care. I, I think and I, I hope it. Oh, uh, what's the thing? Yeah. Lightning. I hope it lightning. I hope it's lightning out there too. And with a little bit of she woke with a little up bit of snow. It just got worse yeah. and worse. Wait, it it's raining, lightning, thunder, and snow. Where do we a live? A little bit of snow. Yeah, <laughs> where is this? Oh, like all at once, right. at one time, and burning a little bit of sun. Not even listen. No, no, no sun, no sun, no sun. I'm crying. Oh my god! And I hope it's what's it called? Hell? Is it hell when it's like the little? It's hard in the forest. Why are you wishing all of this? Or like, why can't you just let her be? This is this is the it's the violence for me. It's the it's the the apparent death that she wants to bestow upon her ex friend. I mean, if she died in that moment, it's like wow. (laughs) That's what you get. Like, no, I don't say that's crazy. That's That's crazy. crazy. Like, wow, that's crazy. She died on my porch. Wow. He's like, dad, double homicide. <laughs> oh, no. Jen, what's what's it called when you die of being like cold? Hypothermia? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's something with, like if you I die. Like it is right. Yes, yes. Yeah, what yeah, is this? Bo- I'm just so kidding. don't be I'm saying just... sure when you know. I'm just so, stuck yeah, with the you time hypothermia. I had to think about. I had to think about it. <laughs> I'm stuck on the I'm stuck on the on the violence that Valinda wants to bestow upon their their ex friend. So you know never to um screw over Valinda. So you wanted to die from hypothermia? So did you forgive your friend? My question is So at what point do you get to your forgiveness? Right. I was about to say is my question is are you forgiving her or no? It's gonna take a while. Okay. That's fair. I mean if she died of hypothermia, I can't forgive her. I can forgive you her. Can still spirit, forgive her. I mean, you can still forgive you can still her. Forgive her. Forgiveness is not need to you forgive her. Yeah, sometimes. Nah, forgiveness you can't be, to, I mean, yeah. You can't be going to That's her ongoing service talking about the last time I saw her. <laughs> she was crying on my porch. I said my condolences, but I'm like, oh, she dropped it. She's like, that's that. It was cold. It was raining. I just left her on the porch for 10 hours. I didn't think she was going to die after 10 hours. I don't know. But it was snowing. I didn't think think she was still going to be there. I mean, I would have thought that she would have went home. I I thought she would have called something. Not in her memorial service. She's going to say all of this. We're not putting Belinda on the witness stand. (laughs) (laughs) Please, not trying to give all the deets. I'm going to be like, shh, just stop. But, yeah. I know. What about you, Chloe? What would you have done? Um. 
Um, I feel like because of my caring nature, kind of similar to Takora, I probably I probably would let them in because I would feel so guilty and convicted about the um, leaving them or kicking them when they're down. Um, but as has been stated, it's not the time or the place. But I can't control any circumstances but myself. I can't control anything but my own reactions. And not to get super spiritual, but I can't control nothing. But like when I stand before God, he's not going to be like, yeah, you're right. She shouldn't have come over your house. He's going to look at me and say, but what did you do? Y'all don't but have to talk. Say, but she did Y'all come have to be house, best so friends. <laughs> so what did you do? He's going to say, he's going to say, did you show love to her even though you're mad at her, even though you're not yeah. forgiving her, even though you're not having a conversation, she can go sit in the corner of your house, give her some water and say, okay, when you feel better, I will need you to leave though because you're still maintaining your boundaries, which is good for your own health. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm going to use the water, but you still got to go. But actually, I'm gonna give yeah, you some water, but you like, just so you know. <laughs> so I'm going to give you this water, but I'm going to take it right back. Sorry. No, be like, drink this water. Drink and it. when you feel, go to the bathroom if you need to, but I need you to make your way. And yeah. because we can't do this, especially because, especially like if you showed up at my house and I was just chilling by myself, I was calm, but I'm giving a party. Not the time mm -hmm. or the place, but I have to control my own reactions and I have to show love in the way, even if I'm not feeling it. And that's really when your true faith and your true Christianity comes through is when you show love when you really don't want to the people you think do not deserve it. And it's so hard, but you got the answer for yourself, not for everybody else. So that's how I feel like. Because it's all about standing, like you said, Chloe, because at the end of the day, you have to stand before God and give it account yeah. for your actions, not someone else's. For your own actions, exactly. So. But my, but I feel like, but, well, at least I'm not saying that I would do this in this situation. I'm just saying, but my, <clears throat> to me, how I would look at it is my symbol. I don't think it's being unloving by letting her know that, like, I'm not telling her you can't come in because I, I, because I don't forgive you. I'm telling her that you can't come in because this is not the time and place for me to deal with this right now. And so I. I don't necessarily look at, okay, me not letting her in is being unloving. Not just, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I think you're 100% right. But I know that my motive for not letting you in is not because I'm still mad at you. It's because this is just not the time and the place. And I, I, I'm saying no right now. Um, so I, I'm not even sure if my, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't even think I would feel convicted that, oh, you were unloving by not letting her in. I feel like I, I made an executive decision based off of who was in my house. Because, if okay, if I let her in, somebody's going to see her. Somebody's going to ask what happened. Like, it's, it's a whole bunch of things that I feel like I can't control. And I feel like the best thing for me to do in this situation right now until I can get to it. And this is kind of going off the script of girlfriends. But I would probably address it after the party was over. I would either go to Tony's house or I would call her then. but. I'm not subjecting myself and the people in my house to your mess that you created for the sake of your tears. I, and again, it's not because I don't love you. It's not even because I can't forgive you. It's because this is literally not the time and the place. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you said, Jen, about like, it's not like, let, let's just say like this was like judgment day or whatever like that i personally don't think oh no like, <laughs> no no i'm saying well kind of like what 
Chelsea. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Chloe. I feel like I'm That's the second Chloe, time Chelsea. you called me that in our lifetime. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't forgive it's you. So Stop calling me Chelsea. Sex, sex, sex. I'm just kidding. Don't I know. <laughs> don't go to my house and call me Chelsea. It's, it's, supposed, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Make sure you bring a coat Ooh, and some yeah. and some boots. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I don't think that it's like wrong. Um, I know I already, I already said like why I don't think it's um wrong, but like I truly don't think it was like a bad idea that she didn't let her in. Only because, like, let's say she did let her in. For me, it's like, now I see you, and now I'm thinking about, dang, like, what just happened? So now I'm in the mood. I'm not enjoying, like, my own party. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, to protect myself and my sanity and, like, my, my energy and my space, no, like, you gotta go. So, um, anyway, like, I, like, think about it. Like, I, I think that Joan did, like, what was best for her, which I think was... Um, right that's for her I think either way for me her being there me seeing that is already gonna mess with my mood anyway and then I'll be thinking for me personally because of my temperament my personality after having gone out and seeing her on my porch and if I turned her away that's already gonna ruin my party either way so for me (laughs) it'd be like it's ruined anyway. I might as well just do the thing that's gonna not eat away at my spirit and just say, go sit in the corner and then leave and then I can get on with my life because I know I did the one thing so it doesn't eat away at me. You know what I mean? Because I know either way I'm gonna be like, I can't no party. I can't live my life. I can't be great. So, I can't yeah. do nothing. I can't do nothing. But that's life, so. That's unfortunate, but it's life. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to jump into the next question. Um, it says, is it possible to truly forgive someone but decide they won't have access to your life anymore? How far is too far? You know, they bring this up and I don't know if you guys, they bring this up in church a lot, like pastors and stuff like that. Um, because I think, I think in Bible study, we talked about it a lot. We talked about this idea of forgiveness and this idea of like, I think maintaining your peace, kind of like what Belinda was saying, you know, earlier, like she did what's best for her maintain your peace right and so like i think a lot of we've talking about how like oh yeah like i can forgive someone and be like but i'm gonna keep you at a distance though because i you using wisdom you've done you've done a little much and you've you've done too much and you i can't have you access that part of me anymore right and i know that a lot of pastors have actually like come back and like come back at that sort of sentiment and be like, is that true forgiveness? Like to truly because you want to protect be- your peace. Because it's this idea of the forgetting peace that we were talking about earlier, right? So this and they always relate back to Jesus, of course. Like Jesus doesn't operate in that aspect to us. He does. He's not. He doesn't say to us, "You've hurt me time and time again, so I'ma not have you access to my life." Instead, what did he do? He died on the cross. So he like did the extra step and I'm not saying we got to be out here dying, but (laughs) there's this, there's this, these, like a lot of these like pastors kind of equate that sort of thing. Like, is that true forgiveness? I personally think that it can be. I think that there are people that you are not meant to stay friends with. There are people that are not meant to have access to your life. Like if they continually hurt you on a, just over and over again, how do I look? still allowing you in my in my heart space like how do i look doing that i just look stupid 
and I look dumb. And then to my like, right. I'm complain. I keep complaining to other people. Like I complain to like if I complain to my friends, like well they keep doing this. And y'all like, well, just walk away, sis. You're like, you're right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do I look just allowing someone to continue to do that? So I think you can. I think to maintain peace, yeah. You can be like, you. I forgive you. You're no longer affecting my life, but you also are not in my life. So um, I think that is totally possible. But I, I, I know that's a controversy thing among, like, I guess you can say, I was going to say like humans and pastors, but that's not yeah, what I pastors aren't humans. <laughs> I didn't know how else to say it besides regular folk and pastors or whatever. I put, I put quotes around that, but, uh, but men, yeah. men of the cloth. Men of the cloth. Oh, Civilians, oh, right? The yes. They're supposed to be laymen. Yes. I know that's a point of contention. <laughs> that's a point of contention between like, you know, because people do believe that, but you know. yeah. I feel. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I am not Jesus. I think <laughs> I stated it before. I am not Jesus. Um, and I think it's totally fine with like forgiving someone and not allowing them, um, in your space anymore. Like, God gives us wisdom too, and um. That comes along with, like, being self-aware and things like that. So, like, if you know a person is constantly, like, using, abusing, and all these things to you, why would you continue to, like, and you have the choice to, like, walk away from it? Because I know some people, like, don't. But, like, if you have the option and the choice to, like, walk away from it, why would you still continue to? And that's just me. Like, I'm not going to continue to, like, keep taking what you've given me. If it doesn't, you know, bring me happiness and, like, you know, all these things. Like, no. So, yeah, I'm going to forgive you. So, like, I won't be all bitter and, you know, all these things. But I'm, I also don't want to be around you. Yeah. No. That's real. I think it's a good thing to protect your peace. People mm-hmm. say it all the time, but it's true. Because if you don't, then you become miserable. And then, you know what I mean? Like, and don't nobody want to be a, around a Debbie Downer. Like, mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and people I, complain about like different people and stuff like that. And to me, it's like I'm gonna hear you. I'm gonna listen to what you gotta say. But also, like, what are you doing to change the situation? Because after a while, it's just like, all right, sis, all right, bro, you've been talking about this person for like a whole year now. Like, what's changing? What you gonna do to fix the situation? Because now I'm I'm kind of getting tired of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not even in the situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. all for like protecting. What good is it being around someone that drains you like all the time, emotionally, all like mentally, like that's not that's not what friendship should be. Not draining. Like yeah, there's downsides to friendship, but for the most part, it should not be really, like draining your soul. Um, I do not agree. For the pastors that do think that, I do not agree for a couple of reasons. There is no way that you can tell a wife who has been beaten by her husband Mm -hmm. to forgive and stay in that marriage. And while that's not the scenario, well, while that's not the scenario, the same thing still applies. Like you can, no, I'm divorcing him. And while you might, while in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it does talk about that, that if you're, it gives the parameters of when divorce is okay. And one of them is divorce and the other one is being abused. Um, 
And so, but it, it's in the same way with friendship. Um, and while that, while that might, I feel like that it might appear that that is the way that Jesus operated, that he forgave them. And then, but he didn't spend his time with them. Child, the Pharisees were doing all types of stuff. He set them straight, but he definitely wasn't in their company the entire time. And I also feel like there are other scriptures that talk about take heed lest you fall or to guard your heart, mind, and soul. Or um, what was the other scripture? The other scripture that talks about, oh man, I had it. I forget it now. But there, there, oh, that only a dog returns to its own vomit. That's in Proverbs. So no, I, I dis, I disagree that no, just because I have forgiven them does not mean that I have to let them have space in my mind, in my heart or with me physically. Um, that is, that, that is not, I don't think that that's safe. I don't think that that's wise. And I really don't think that get, that's how God intended it to be. He intended for healthy relationships. He intended us to act the way that he acts, but he all, but if you want to flip it and <laughs> see, this is the funny part because some people can say, well, you need to forgive like God gives. Okay. Well, they also need to act the way that God acts. Like <laughs> you can't, you can't tell me, okay, there's two sides to a coin. <laughs> there's two sides to a coin. And but is your so forgiveness think, strictly based on their action? Like that's kind of what Chloe was saying earlier. But like, like don't tell no. me like, like Jesus. So this is not... so this is just I'm just providing a different perspective. I'm not saying that I you know yeah. agree with this perspective, but kind of no, like what Chloe was saying earlier. Like I can't control other people, but I can control how mm -hmm. I react. Right. So is your forgiveness is the if the reason why you do or you choose to forgive or not forgive someone strictly based on if they are acting correctly. Or if they're not acting correctly. No, my forgiveness is solely for me. I could care less what they do over there. My forgiveness is so that I can heal. Heal mentally, emotionally, all of those things. The forgiveness is not is not for that other person. It really isn't. Um, the the closure or if we if I choose to address it with that person that discussion is for the both of us but if I choose not to do that or even after that discussion and that person still does not act accordingly no the forgiveness is for me so that I can continue to move on to live the rest of my life the way that God intended to since we want to bring God up in here she's so angry no, no, since you want to bring God up in here, not since you no, brought him in here. No, no, def definitely not angry at all. I'm cracking um, up, but but definitely um, adamant as well as solid on on that stance. Definitely not angry though. So, um, I think I guess to add on to what you guys were saying, um, there was a we had a guest preacher at our church. Um, I think, I don't remember which one it was. It was either Dr. D.C. Cofield, so shout out to him, or Pastor oh, hey. Aker from Brooklyn. Shout out to him. Um, okay. Hi. So either one of them was talking about um, forgiving 
people, I don't, I, I really wish I could see his face, which everyone was saying it, but he was talking about forgiving people and loving them from where they are. Um, DC Cofield. It was him. We were sitting next to each other during we that were, sermon. We were no, like, wasn't, girl. Yes, we were. Because it was, oh, wait. No, it, it was, was during, during COVID. COVID. It was during COVID. I'm like, we <laughs> were messing next to each other. But why do I remember us? We must have discussed it. Oh, that's we must have been texting during the broadcast. Maybe, um, maybe. Don't I don't worry, know, don't but I remember us talking about. Okay, we okay. was together in spirit. Yeah, so he in was talking spirit. about. <laughs> he was talking about, um, yeah, loving people from where they are, and I think that that's a real life thing that is. I feel like a lot of time played out in families, um, and it's interesting to me. Like, if a mother is hurt by her child so many times, what does she do? How does she love that person? How are you carrying out your part? And this is not for the mother, but either for as an open conversation. Okay. But how? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm correct. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm deceased. I'm wondering if. She's serious. I'm wondering if. Like how. What Jesus meant. I'm wondering how it's supposed to be played out to love someone from afar. Like, I know one of the scenarios probably many of pastors have given actually to agree with your stance. So I don't know about a lot of these people who are like, no. But I, the example of a, ch- a mother with a child who's on drugs and you love your child, but you don't let them near your money. Like if they come over, even if they are say that they are, you know, back on their feet, doing much better. But you're not, when you know they're coming over, you know, you're putting some things in the lockbox or something like that because you know yeah. you don't want to tempt them and you don't want to be a part of them doing something else. Mm-hmm. But because they have stolen from you, they've hurt your heart, they've broken your heart because of what they've gotten themselves into. I just want to know <laughs> how it's played out. Um, how do you think it should be played out, like an act- an actual life, like what it looks like to forgive someone and be like, I still love you. So that means when they're in need, what do you do? And is that at all correlated with letting them back in your space? This is not a, um, this is an actual question, not like a, I'm wondering to balance against what y'all saying. And I'm actually Mm -hmm. answering Mm -hmm. how, what does that look like to not let someone back in your space after they hurt you? If you've already, you've really forgiven them in your heart and you're not holding it against them. You're not counting the offense to the offender. But they're in need, and you're supposed to show love. Like, if we're actually trying to, in real life, not like not have unrealistic expectations of living like Christ, but actually try, what does that look like? I'm going to pray for you. Because, honestly, I don't even have to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I'm right for you. I, right. I agree with Belinda. I think uh, if I were to add anything from my realistic, um, mm. there was a young man that I was very close with, and our our friendship ended on kind of like a we'll call it a bad note, but um, but no. To answer your question, if that person was in need, um my reaction and and knowing that I have fully forgiven that person meaning Mm -hmm. that you know if I were to see their face or someone brought their name up I don't feel any sort of animosity towards them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I would 
if they were in need, I would find someone that could help them. That That is my act of service, uh, my act of love, uh, in addition to prayer. Because again, there are many forms of love. Love is not just an action. Um, so, so yeah, that, that would be, I would, you know, definitely let them know, you know what, I will definitely pray for you or, and, or I would get someone that I knew could help them, um, that would not be compromised. Um, I, I just wanted to add, um, when you were talking about, um, when you gave that scenario of like the mother, um, like still loving her child or like when it comes to family, like, you know, still loving them, but like not when they're them. Me personally, um, I am in full support of cutting off family members if they're toxic. And like, that might sound wild to like some people, but like, again, like I love you, but like, I, I don't have to like deal with this crap. I don't have to put up with you. And maybe it's different because I don't have kids or anything like that. But like, if you are like toxic and like, Every time, like, you're around me, it's nothing but, like, drama and, like, dark. I don't want to be around it. And, like, I'm grown. Like, I'm, I'm I'm an adult. So, like, I can make decisions like that. And, like, I don't know if people, you know, people might uh, think that, oh, like, that's not godly or Christ-like and things like that. But, like, no. Like, again, I'll pray for you. But, like, that's it. That's it. Like, I, I don't want to be around you. And I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. I definitely do have to, I, I can, I can, um, not connect, but I can, uh, relate to that. Um, cause I mean, all of us have those, those family members that were like, oh, we going to such and such house. All right. <laughs> yeah, let me get my I'm staying home. <laughs> oh no. It's the I'm um, staying home part. Right. Um, no, I, I, de- for those types of family members, um, I've just learned that totally omitting myself from their lives tear how it's played out in my family not saying it's in all families but it kind of tears down families and family is very important to god as well as to me um i still will send them birthday cards um i might not like text them or call them but I will send them cards to maybe let them know, you know, happy birthday. To, to let them know that they're still valued and that I'm still around. But I, I'm i not going to take the first flight out if they're in need. Again, I would get someone, I would tell somebody, if they're in need, I would tell somebody, hey, they're in need. They need this. They need that. Yeah. No, I don't think I'd go that far. I think you can call them and see what they need. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm right. I mean, tell us how you really feel, Jen. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. That's no, real. No, That's no, real. That's no, real. I know how to be loving and caring, especially for family members, because I don't know what they're going through, and I don't know what has happened to them to make them act that way. And everybody has a story, so I sympathize with that, and I empathize with that. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I still have to make sure that I take care of me. True. So now we're going to move on to our last question. Um, it says, was God being unrealistic when he said, forgive 70 times seven, even when someone continuously hurts you? So, like, was he being realistic when he asked that? So some people know he was not being realistic in, in this scenario, I think. I feel like it's a metaphor. 
well, it's, but it's still the same. Whether it's a metaphor or not, some people take it as a like a legit like counting. But I'm not but, gonna keep count. That's a lot of words. Well, no, I mean it is. But um, what I'm saying is that like to he essentially Jesus's idea was no matter what forgive the person it doesn't matter how many offenses they may have against you and i think for some people that is very mm -hmm. unrealistic some really? people will, okay. even some christians I'm, would I'm view curious. that as very unrealistic if someone continues well just like what we were talking about is some people if some person continuously hurts you again and again and again how much like i was supposed to keep forgiving you i was supposed to just keep forgiving you i'm talking and what he he's giving this idea of basically i think he's kind of giving this idea of like oh if um like you're supposed to forgive them and then not that whole separated thing because there is a difference like you know what i mean like you keeping someone at an arm's arm's length and stuff like that he's basically like oh my brother sins against me so he said brother that's the question so that already is signifying a close relationship so if my brother sins against me, how often, that was the question that he received, how often am I supposed to forgive this person? And um, of course, they were trying to put a quantitative number on it. And Jesus was like, nah, like we, if you want me to be really honest with you in this scenario, you are supposed to forgive them no matter what. And I think for some people, that is just not a realistic thing to do in their brain. Hence why people do tend to, I think, get to the point where they cut people off. Mm -hmm. Because they know, they know they can't keep doing that to themselves. Like, I can't keep I guess, forgiving you. <laughs> but, like, my follow-up question is, well, why do you keep putting yourself in that situation then? Well, no, no, and that's real life. That's the thing. That's, that's why I'm saying, like, hence the cut off. Where you have to right? keep forgiving. Why do you keep putting yes, yourself in that? Yes, but hence the cut off. But hence the cut off. But Jesus doesn't mention the cut off in that passage. He's talking, I'm not even about, talking about a cutting, constant. I'm not even talking about cutting off. I'm saying, why? if you know that, I don't have to cut you off to know not to put myself in that situation. If you constantly take money from my purse... It doesn't mean I can stop being friends with you. I'm just gonna leave person. my purse in a car. Well, yeah, but I think he's talking about. I think he's talking about different scenarios. He's not. I don't think he's talking about maybe the same scenario. But if a person just hurts you in different ways over and over again, I think for so I think for some people that would be very unrealistic. I actually heard from a preacher that um, actually <laughs> he was referring to seventy seven times seven that same offense in that same day which like is not actually happening so that's why it's not supposed to be a thing that you're like counting and it's also not it's supposed to be a thing where it's like yeah you can because you know no one is going to do that to you that's like even specifically like blend does not come and slap me in my face 77 times seven in one day like and I have to forgive her every single time. Like, that's every not going to happen ever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really not going to happen. And then also, at some point, yeah. I'm going to back up so you can't reach me and not slap me. So then I don't have to forgive you because you fight. don't hit me. Yeah. All right, but or if I'm backed up, we're yes, not fighting at all. You better knock in your buck. Because then we both got to forgive each other. Right, but right? I'm saying that to use that as a, as a simmered down, like, specific, you know, extreme, but not extreme. Um it's it's supposed it's supposed to symbolize like if someone does that many times to you the same thing in one day because then the next day it's like for us new mercies are given to us every morning so it's the same for everybody else so that's why i believe it was supposed to be like if they doing this to you blah blah in one day whatever 
I just, for me, I guess, um, it makes me think is sometimes it is unrealistic. Well, it's not. Okay. I, I take that back. It's not realistic, not unrealistic, but sometimes I think about how, how dare I now, if I'm looking at forgiveness as holding it against somebody, how dare I do that for so many times when I can't get my life together and I expect grace, not just from God, but from other people. Because sometimes it's the pride and the lack of humility in me to expect someone to just be like, it's fine, Chloe. You're good. It's okay. I love you. It's okay. It's okay. If I really, if I really want someone to do that for me, like I can't. And I have moments when I forget that I'm expecting someone to do that for me. And I have to be like, check yourself because how you have to humble yourself. I can't expect somebody to do that for me. And I can't at least attempt, like, and aside from letting them back in your life, let them do all this stuff. But the whole not holding it against you portion, not saying I don't do it all the time because I'm not perfect. And like Linda said, I'm not Jesus. I am not. I am not part. I'm not 100% God like he was. But I can try if I'm going to make it my mission in life. To say I'm going to follow Christ and do all of these things to be like him. I can at least try. I'm not going to do it every time. I'm not because I'm human, but I can try. You know I mean? And I think that that's why I think that's why I've heard. And I haven't. That's not this is not the first topic in the Bible that I've heard. I've heard from young people that they think that a command from God has been unrealistic. There are a lot of things in the Bible. I think that a lot of especially young people feel like. He knows that we can't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, without there are a him. lot of young people that... You can't. That's the thing. Like No, it's without I think, him. I think everything... You can't do without it him, you can't. I think that's the point. That's the it. point is... The point is all these commandments, you are supposed to depend upon Christ to accomplish them as you're becoming like him. It's, it's supposed to be this dependent relationship, right? But there are a lot of people... A lot of young people feel like there are a lot of things in the Bible that just are unrealistic and forgiveness and forgiving someone mm. that constantly hurts you. I think that's the key. It's not just the forgiving someone it's the forgiving someone that constantly just breaks your heart constantly just mm. like just makes you feel or drains you or whatever. People feel that that constant forgiveness is just a, um, It, it, they feel it's not real, realistic in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard that before. Um, so it was just, yeah, it's interesting. Do I think it's unrealistic? No. Like you said, Chloe, without God? Um, with, with Without God, yeah. Probably, yeah, with him, I don't think it's um, unrealistic. I think it's definitely possible. Um, but I... Um, like uh, yeah it's just uh, I think it's a process it's not a thing that happens mm -hmm. like it's not a thing that you know, I'm just gonna I got this <laughs> I'm gonna do it cause no. there's always gonna be that situation exactly you, like you're not gonna get it perfect and I there's that, that situation it can look unrealistic because we strive for perfection yeah. but that's mm -hmm. actually not the goal <laughs> the goal is not perfection the goal is to have a blueprint or a standard for living. And I think that God knows that. Um, in addition, I feel like he put those things there to keep us humble. Like, mm. you ain't all that in a bag of chips. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, even with all the Old Bay. Like, you... Okay. You, First of all, Old Bay. <laughs> and the cheese. And the sour cream and onion. Oh, yes. 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 Yes.
Okay. Oh. <laughs> Um, so no, that's, I, I do get that there are some things in the Bible and I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. <sighs> All right. We're not doing that today, but <laughs> not today. Check I'll, me I'll tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> that's real. That is yeah. real. Yeah. Um, but no, but, but morning by morning, new mercies we yeah. see. So yeah. just like he, he tells us to give people a clean slate every morning. The great part is that we get grace and we get Come a on, clean Jesus. slate every morning. So I'm good. If I don't do it right today, cool. Got tomorrow by God's grace. Come I on. got tomorrow, and if I don't have tomorrow, I have salvation. So oh. I, I win. <laughs> I win either way. Hallelujah! Come on, give yeah. us a word, evangelist. Give us a word. As great as His faithfulness. <laughs> great. That's it. Come on. Yes. Come on. Come on, minister of music. We're done. <laughs> We're Come on, today. Minister of Music. Give us our selection, our aim. <laughs> Let me finish real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Is that clearing of the throat? You gotta clear the throat. You gotta make sure all the uh, the phlegm is gone. She cleared, she cleared the all the things. Yes, okay. I did. Everything. The throat was she clear when she was done. Wait, okay. give, me, give me my mic. Let me let me uh, let me drop this. You mic got a mic in front of you. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, child for goodness now we are going to just transition into um to core segment the sailor so take it away yes ma'am take all right so i've been uh reading this book called mere christianity by one of my favorite authors, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, oh, I knew um, If y'all don't know who C.S. Lewis is, he wrote the Chronicles of Narnia uh, books. I feel like that's his most popular work. So uh, there you go. But he's also written, he's also written tons of other like Christian faith-based um, work. Um, actually, I believe C.S. Lewis was a atheist and then he got saved yeah. later on in life. Yeah. So his this yeah. is my first this is actually the first book I've read by him outside of the Chronicles of Narnia book and I love the Chronicles of Narnia series. Um and this book has been blessing my life. But he actually coincidentally did a chapter on forgiveness. So I'm going to read little excerpts, little excerpts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and um yeah. All right. I'm just going to start it out. Mm. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, because in Christian morals, thy neighbor includes thy enemy, and so we come up against this terrible duty of forgiving our enemies. Everyone says forgiveness is a lovely idea until they have something to forgive. And then to mention the subject at all is to be greeted with howls of anger. It is not that people think this too high and difficult a virtue, it is that they think it hateful and contemptible. That sort of talk makes them sick, they say. And half of you already want to ask me, I wonder how you feel about forgiving the the Gestapo if you were a Pole or a Jew. I admit that forgiveness means loving people who have nothing lovable about them. But then, has oneself anything lovable about it? You love it simply because it is yourself. God intends us to love all selves in the same way and for the same reason. But he has given us the sum ready worked out in our own case to show us how it works. We have then to go on and apply the rule to all the other selves. Perhaps it makes it easier if we remember that is how he loves us. 
not for any nice, attractive qualities we think we have, but just because we are the things called selves. For really, there is nothing else in us to love. Mm. That's my favorite. Um, yeah, just something to think about. Um, and y'all should really go get this book, y'all. I think it was really written for like people who were just starting out with the Christian faith. But honestly, it's been busting my life, and I've been saved. I've been blessed. I've, I've been saved for like a very long time since I was like seven. So what's it um, called? Drop that title. A mere Christianity. Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Um, it it's a good basis. I think it is a great. I think it is definitely a great book for you know people who are just starting out in faith. But even for people who have been saved for a very long time, I think it takes you back to, it's a good, it takes you back to just reminders of just Mm -hmm. basic foundational reminders of why you got saved, of important, you know, things of how to live out the Christian lifestyle. Yeah, I just thought that. that Let me remind you where you came from. Exactly. There's nothing loving about you. Yeah, and I, I really love that. But I like that. Huh? Yeah, I like Where? that he said that. He was just Are. like, um, the funny thing is, he also had talked about I'm this idea of hate the sinner. Um, hate the sin, but love the sinner, and how that like, how can that actually really happen? Like, how can you hate a man, or how could you hate what a man did and not hate the man? But he said it occurred to him that I, I've been doing that. He was like, but years later, it occurred to me that there was one man to whom I had been doing this all my life, namely myself. However much I might like or my, I might dislike my own cowardice or conceit or greed, I went on loving myself. There had never been the slightest difficulty about that. In fact, the rare reason why I hated the things was that I loved the man. So you can do it to yourself. You can do it to others. This is essentially what he said. Mm. Sila. So the consensus is we must forgive. Yeah. No matter how it's good for you, I don't go ahead and cry. It's trying good for you. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, but like, it wouldn't be forgiveness if it wasn't like trying or testing. That's the yeah, whole okay. point about forgiveness. Yeah. It's not supposed to be forgiveness for something that's like, oh, cute. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, cute. No. Yeah. Forgiveness, yeah. that's the point. It's work. Oh. And don't feel like... And like you said, yeah. forgiveness is a process. Yeah. Like, you ain't got... It don't... And that's the thing. Don't... Yeah. Forgive right away. Don't make people... Don't, like, have people make you feel like if someone hurt you, mm-hmm. you got to feel them, forgive them tomorrow. Because that's not... <laughs> that is not how it works. That's not realistic. That's, that's, that's not realistic. That's, that's not realistic. That's not how it works. Um, But, yeah. Okay, well... Thank y'all for listening to our podcast. As always, um, don't forget to bring your good girlfriend to the couch. And we will catch y'all next time.